Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. All right, all right, all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and today we have a very another special interview with a fantastic young entrepreneur who is setting his sights high, and he has a product, an app, and a whole bunch of other things that he is going to be bringing to us, and this is, this is another gentleman who is a part of the Yield Mastermind group. And that is Mr. Chandler Yamani. And guys, for those of you who don't know who Chandler is, he is one of those very energetic, very inspiring people's persons. I mean, this is a guy, you you can't talk to Chandler without feeling energized after you talk to him. And if, if you know what I'm talking about, he's just one of those type of guys. I always love chatting with Chandler. I always love when he hops on our meetings because... He brings so much energy to our group, and he's so insightful. He's a very knowledgeable guy. He spends a lot of time reading. He is is very motivated to an extreme point. I mean, he is a guy who is going to be successful no matter what. And with that, I'm going to get into Chandler's bio here real quick. So Chandler is the co-founder and CEO of a new up-and-coming social events app called Pogo. He was recently brought on as a partner at Pristine Building Management. He's an associate at Hero Partners CEO Club, and for those of you who don't know, Hero's Partner is a or Hero Partners, excuse me, is a group of experienced entrepreneurs and business strategists who take businesses and CEOs that are doing around a million dollars in sales and revenue a year and turn those businesses into fifty million dollar businesses and beyond. This is a fantastic organization, and Chandler's a part of it. And Chandler's an avid athlete, reader, chess player. He served his mission. He's also uh, of the Mormon faith, like our interview that we heard the previous week from Mr. Jared Olson. He served his mission in Toronto, Canada. He and his wife are both Las Vegas natives, and they currently live in Pleasant Grove, Utah. Guys, I am so pumped to bring you this interview. I learned so many insightful things from Chandler, and one of of the things that this interview brought to me the most is that it's better to give than to receive. Chandler makes that very clear that he is a giver. That is something that's been programmed into his DNA. He talks about how he learned that during his mission and how that has just trickled over into every other area of his life, and ultimately, this app is an app that's giving people places and things and events that are going on in their communities Thank you guys for listening. I, I, I am so pumped for this interview. Let's get into it. Guys, here is my interview with Mr. Chandler Yamani. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and I am here with the one, the only, Mr. Chandler Yamani. Chandler, how's it going? What's up, my man? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm very glad we got you on the podcast. I'm excited to to talk about what you're up to. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, 
you know, Chandler, I know a little bit about you, um, but I'm guessing that most of our audience does not. So if you wouldn't mind just filling us in, kind of giving us your 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 bullet point background story, just kind of tell us who you are, what brought you to where you are now, how you got involved with the Yield Mastermind Group, kind of the projects you're involved in. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I grew up in the golden land of Summerlin, which, uh, as you know, is a, a wonderful little family-oriented community in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to generalize, but... I feel like a lot of kids who grew up in uh, Summerlin or even the, the surrounding communities, uh, we had a very uh, similar childhood that, that I did, um, you know, just being very active and involved in sports and uh, school, the community, and, and uh, you know, <laughs> even a lot of things were, were kind of handed to us and yes. uh, life seemed to be just kind of a jolly good time. Uh, I'm not complaining at all about that, and, and uh, I think it was a, a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Um, you know, I, going forward in the future, I'd love to be able to give back to to uh, the wonderful town of Summerlin. And uh, you know, did I have hard times? Absolutely. But just looking back at it, I, I, I really do recognize and appreciate that you know, all all that my parents had to to um, to do to to help me have that positive experience. Yep. So, um, anyways, you know, I, I, I kind of left all that behind, um, for two years, I went in and served a, uh, two year mission for, uh, the LDS church. I was up in Toronto, Canada and, uh, it was awesome. I mean, it, it was during that time that I kind of confirmed my, my deep love for people and, um, you know, and especially for God. And Toronto is a very unique place just because there are so many job opportunities and it was just very easy to, to, for people to migrate there. And so uh, there are so many different kinds of people there uh, from different places, from different cultures, different religions. Um, I mean, it's it said that around 49, even more percent of the city is, is foreign born. And so, you know, I got wow. to meet people from China, Africa, Brazil, uh, Germany, just people from all the continents, uh, maybe outside of, uh, of Antarctica. And, and uh, you know, like I said, so just different kind of people. And, and that was a very unique experience for me to uh, to have. And, and uh, you know, I, I love that. But I, uh, I, I came back from my mission uh just with that that great love for people, I really enjoyed public speaking and uh, being able to, to have influence and, and help others. Uh, I thought that I would be able to do this in, in the courtroom. So law was a, a big interest to me for a while. Uh, I, you know, I thought about corporate business. I thought about being some kind of surgeon. <laughs> Uh, and in fact, my major for a long time was actually, uh, electrical engineering. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I thought that if I went the law route, I could still, you know, have this, uh, engineering background, you know, if I went the business route, you know, no matter which route I went, I could kind of use this, this, uh, tech background that, to help me, especially with yeah. the, way, the, the way the world's going. But, uh, you know, deep down inside, I, I always kind of knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I wanted to build and create things and and be involved in people. Um, you know, I started my first business when I was in elementary school. 
Uh, one of my teachers taught us how to to make chocolate, and I was just so excited that I knew how to make chocolate that I wanted to share this with my friends and family, and decided as a you know maybe a seven or eight or nine year old that I was going to sell chocolate to my whole neighborhood and. Um, you know, I don't know how well that went, but it was, it was fun <laughs> and I was excited about it. And, uh, you know, I sold pen school. I went on to, to, uh, you know, start a little t-shirt company and, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I, I've always had that passion for building and, and creating things, uh, as well as that, that true love for people. Um, anyway, so, you know, I, I went to, uh, to school at BYU and uh, one thing that, that really bothered me uh, just from, from my classmates and, and even friends that I, I had from other schools is, uh, is just everyone's uh, kind of obsession with, with doing everything they could to impress the men, uh, doing things yes. just to kind of pump up their resume, uh, just dreaming of climbing the corporate ladder, um, uh, networking for their own benefits. I just hated everything about that, and uh, and eventually, I, I mean, one thing led to the next. I, I just I just kind of made a conscious decision to go the the other way, go the opposite way, um, and and to to be an entrepreneur, to, to to start my own thing, to to be my own boss, to to do what I wanted to do and do what I was passionate about. Um, now, I wanted to be clear that that I I chose entrepreneurship uh, not in the name of of um of rebellion <laughs> but uh but rather in the name of purpose you know i just i i, I want to do things that i'm excited about things that i'm actually uh passionate about and and that i feel are going to is going to make a difference and and have an influence uh at the end of the day so um that that was a big big uh thing that that kind of has driven me to to do what I want. And, um, you know, I just, I just always want there to be a, a strong why and purpose behind why I do things. Um, and I, I just really feel that the entrepreneurship and, and building businesses and, and, uh, programs and, and organizations is, is something that, that I will, will really enjoy, um, and, and have enjoyed thus far. Um, but anyways, I, I, I'm a big word guy. I don't know if you, uh, if you, have ever heard kind of the origin of the word genius, but um, it's actually, it's, it's a Latin word and uh, it comes from kind of being a uh, genius is like the intuition or inclination of, 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 a, of a person. And uh, you know, hmm. someone, someone that was a genius back in the old days was, was said to have this higher power or this supernatural ability to do something. And that was because they listened to this genie um, within themselves, and you know, hence the word genius. And uh, you know, I, I just I, I really feel strongly about that. I feel that you know I, I have a vision that I want to realize, and and I can't do that if I'm trying to imitate my peers. You know that that only comes as I listen to you know the the, the this phrase the genie, <laughs> yeah. um, or or my you know my intuition kind of thing. And so um, you know I've, I've just I kind of sought to set up set up my life. Um, and, and surround myself with who I want to become. And, and I've done that in several ways. You know, I've, I've reached out to people who I want to be like, and, um, you know, I've, I've read like crazy, watched videos, just, um, discussed with everyone about, about, uh, 
business and entrepreneurship and kind of startups and what they've done. And, and uh, it, it's just really become a, maybe not even a passion anymore, but an obsession. I, I just, I love it. It's all I think about. Um, and so be, because of this, uh, just opportunities began to pop up everywhere. Uh, I mean, one one example that, that you're involved in, uh, Philip, is is I, I wanted to one of the greatest entrepreneurs that I feel are in my hometown, Summerlin, is uh, is a man named Philip Randazzo, and uh, <laughs> so I, I was trying to get in contact with your dad um, to, to kind of pick his brain on things, and and uh, you know, so I had to contact you. Um, to get his number and, and, you know, you, you talked to me a little bit about the, the mastermind group. I don't, I don't know that we would have, uh, uh, crossed paths otherwise. Yeah. That's um, a great point. I mean, maybe we would have, but, uh, but you know, we, we kind of crossed paths that way and, and, uh, you mastermind has been a huge help for me and, uh, and propelling me in, into different aspects of my life that I, I've, I've wanted to be more successful in. And so, you know, that, that was a, a great, opportunity that popped up because I was, I was looking for something like that. And, um, you know, that, that's just been a big part of, of my life now is just, uh, is kind of surrounding myself with those kinds of things. And because I do that opportunities just seem to pop up everywhere. It's, I mean, I have to consciously tell myself to say no to to the opportunities that come sometimes because there's so many. And, um, I, I guess just to get maybe even uh, into some of the opportunities that have come up, um, you know, I've, I've since been able to be involved in in a few startups. Um, one of them I'm really passionate about right now. It's a it's an app actually, and, and so I'm working with a team of, uh, of developers and uh, and others to develop kind of like a social events app. Uh, essentially, it'll, it'll be a network that publicizes all local events, activities, parties, concerts, um, maybe food things that are going on or carnivals. I don't know, just any, anything that basically on any given day, you'll be able to look and see what trending activities are happening around you and uh, you know have the ability to create events and invite groups or individuals and um, you know, it's just, it's something that I felt needed in, in my community. Uh, and you know, it's something that I've, as I've asked around have, um, has been a huge need in, in others communities. And so I, I just, I feel passionate about, uh, helping people be informed and connecting them with, with the, uh, with the events and opportunities that are around them. So, um, you know, this is something that, that I'm working on right now, uh, that I guess is, is pretty entrepreneurial and, and, uh, at least it excites me. Yeah, um, I, that's awesome. And I, and I would say more so than just pretty entrepreneurial, I mean, you're basically going out and you, you know, you just went out on a limb and, and started your own deal. And, you know, it's, I think the, the great part about that is that you had the idea but you also went out and, and sought help and sought, you know, guidance where it was needed. And now, you know, for those who don't know, like this, this is pretty far down the down the pipeline. You're, you know, you've put a lot of work behind this already. So this isn't just a, you know, this isn't just a dream or passion. You know, this is something that's that's coming to fruition pretty quickly here. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, Chandler, like 
you've you hit on so many things that I think are so important for people to to hear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's good. Like it's it's great to get, you know, the kind of the scope and we're going to dive in a little deeper now. So, you know, you talk about your love for people and, you know, going on this mission of yours for 2 years and how that kind of affirmed your love for people. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just sharing some of the some of the key takeaways that you got from going on your mission and kind of how that reaffirmed your love for people, I think it'd be great for for others to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, the nature of a mission um, is selfless in and of itself. Um, I think that there's a lot of reasons why people go on missions. Um, but for the most part, I mean, you're leaving everything behind for two years um, or, or a certain amount of time to uh, to serve others. And, you know, when you're serving others for two years, 24-7, I mean, it, it, it really has an effect on, on the way that you think, on the way that you act, on the way that, that you view the world. And, um, and that definitely was the case for me. Um, another big thing is that, you know, not only was it hard but, um, I mean, yeah, like, you know, just kind of like going back to the nature of the mission, uh, you know, we, we have very limited contact, um, back with, with home. Um, we, we are able to email home once a week. Um, and that's, that's about the extent of the contact that we have with, with people that we kind of left behind. Um, and, you know, no, we, we, we don't really engage in a lot of the social activities that we did back home. I mean, you know, no, no really going to the movies or, or hanging out with friends out there. It's, it's really all dedicated to, uh, to the service and, um, you know, the hard times come, come along. I mean, I, I was a a 19 year old boy, uh, when I went on a mission and, and, uh, you know, I'm uh, naturally, I'm, I'm a very, uh, as a 19 year old boy, selfish person. And so to, to, do the exact opposite of what a 19 year old boy would typically do, um, was, was a very meaningful experience for me. And, uh, and I guess one example of this is just when I learned, uh, how to cope with, with difficult times and trials, um, during this time in, in two ways. And I found that the best way to kind of overcome these difficult times is, one to work hard, and two to um, to serve others. Um, and and maybe both of these sound uh, better said than done, but I, I guarantee you that these two things were the formula for my happiness during those two years. I don't care how hard it got um, when I when I just decided that you know what I'm gonna, you know I'm going to kind of just forget myself and go to work. Um, I was able to, to feel an extent of fulfillment and joy that allowed me to, to kind of move on from that time. And so definitely being able to work hard and, um, and then also to serve others. You know, when, when most people want to turn inward and think about themselves and their personal problems during hard times, uh, do the exact opposite. You know, uh, think of others and, and see how you can serve, um, serve your, your neighbor, you know, you're just whoever you're around. And, and that really, really does make a huge effect. And, and I would say that those, those are probably the, some of the biggest things that, that, uh, I learned about not only trials, but just, just from my mission. Um, 
you know, and, and especially around my, my just kind of like love and passion for people. Thank you so much for sharing that advice, man. I know, I know I need to hear that today. And I think the majority of people out there need to hear that information today because we, we live in a place that is all about me, 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 and there's not so much about giving and, and helping others. And so I, th- and I, and I also agree that when I get out of my own head, when I get out of myself and, and look to help others, it makes such an impact on me. And I think that other people could definitely benefit from that as well. And so with that, do you have uh, any sort of go-to things that you do when you're, you know, let's say you have an obstacle or you're struggling and you're, you're kind of down on yourself, um, you know, are there any go-to things that you do to, to go out and help others that other people could emulate pretty easy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, for me, it's, I guess, not, not easy, but, um, you know, we all have someone that we're, uh, we have maybe immediate contact with and, you know, just to start there is, is a good place. Um, you know, just to be very practical, I guess, uh, probably the closest person within proximity to me is, is my wife. And, uh, and so if I, if I can find just little ways to, uh, to make her day better, you know, whether it's, uh, doing the dishes or, or, uh, or, uh, making the bed or, you know, cleaning the house up and, and, and things like that, or, or, you know, maybe writing her a nice note or, you know, remembering a friend that, that you probably haven't talked to in a while. So you just give them a call up and, and see how they're doing. And, and, you know, just, just because kind of thing and, you know, not asking for anything, but, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of opportunities around us to just reach out and, and doing those little things, uh, add up. I mean, I, I just, completely uh, am a believer that that the person who serves is is the greater benefactor um than the person who is served and i think that 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 is one way that i have noticed in 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 my life has has definitely helped and so those are some just little ways that i guess i i have kind of done that um and i guess another another thing that has been kind of my go-to um, during times of, of struggle has been, uh, just, just making sure that kind of my spiritual life is, is in line. Um, you know, I, I know this isn't a, a spiritual podcast, but that definitely is an element of, of success I feel. And, um, oh, I totally agree. I think that as, as my spiritual life is, is in line and, and I'm just doing everything that I can to, to, um, to kind of serve my fellow man and, you know, serve God that, um, that everything's going to be okay. It's going to, it's going to turn out. Yeah. So. Yep. I, that, that's great information. And I think you're right. You know, it's the, the things that we can do to, to benefit and help others that will in turn help us probably like you said, even more than it helps those who we're serving They're they're, they're not, easy but what they are is you know it's it's simple there's simple things that aren't always easy to do it's the making the bed the helping out with the dishes the writing a note those are all simple things but they're not always easy for us to do so thank you for that reminder and so with that you know you you talk about giving and i think that is a great segue into what you're into right now with with this app that you're developing pogo and i you know it's Yes, you know th- this is your passion, but it's it's a it's an app that's going to benefit other people by telling people where they can go to enjoy some time with friends, family, whatever it might be. So you know, it, 
Tell us how this idea came about and, and what prompted you to want to go ahead and, and take this on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, you know, I, I discussed a little bit just, just in my personal life, seeing the need, seeing the pain or seeing the, um, the struggle of, of kind of knowing, not only knowing what's going on um, in the area, but, but knowing kind of where everyone's at, you know, what, what's, uh, what's trending, what's, uh, what's, uh, there's a lot of things out there that show you um, what's going on, but I, I think that sometimes we have a hard time finding quality things that are going on. And I so agree. I would like to deliver, deliver that service to the public so that, um, you know, even, what, what my hope is, 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 um, is that, We'll, we'll be able to see people that wouldn't necessarily kind of get out on the weekends and, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe don't have a, as big of a friend group as others, um, be able to get out and, and have a, a, a fun time, uh, in, in their community. And, uh, and so I, I just love that idea of, of, uh, of, I don't know, kind of giving, giving people, not only things to do, but, uh, but valuable experiences that, that help them to feel like they are valued and that they, that they're important and that they have friends and, and, uh, you know, cause everyone, everyone wants to have a friend and, and, uh, it's, it's nice to be able to, to, um, link up with your community. And, and so that's, that's kind of my hope, uh, that, that Pogo will be able to accomplish is that, uh, that communities will be able to kind of unite and, uh, and that individuals will be able to have uh, quality experiences uh, within their communities. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a great, I think that's a great idea and I think it's going to be very successful. And now, you know, did you, uh, like, were you looking to go do something in your community and then looked for a resource that would tell you what was going on and couldn't find it? Or, did you, you know, did this idea pop in your head as an idea that you wanted to take on and then you looked to see if there was something else out there like it and you realized there wasn't? How exactly did you, you know, go from, okay, here's an idea, okay, now I'm going to execute? Uh-huh. That's a great question. I think uh I think kind of all the questions that you just asked are are um would definitely played a role in the process. Um it it definitely was not uh one day I woke up and, and thought of this idea and, uh, and decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go make an app. It, it was something that I had done quite a bit of research on. Um, it, you know, I have, I had two other partners in this and, you know, they, they have contributed immensely. You know, I, I feel that I am surrounded by, uh, people that are way out of my league and it's because of them and their skills and their abilities that, um, that I will have, you know, any success in, in what I'm doing right now. But, um, so I think, you know, the, the first thing that, that kind of happened was, uh, my, my partner and I, my first partner, um, we kind of got together and, and decided that we wanted to do this. And then, uh, we needed, we needed more skills. We needed more, um, capabilities within our partnership that, that we necessarily didn't, we didn't necessarily have, but we reached out and, uh, tried to find others who would bring, bring that to the table. Um, and, and that's where our kind of our third partner came in. Um, and I guess just to be specific, it was, it, <laughs> we're, um, you know, I'm, I'm more kind of the, the, the business minded and, and, uh, business activity, um, partner. And, and then my, my, uh, my first partner, he's, uh, 
more of the creative mind and, and artistic ability behind the app. And, uh, and then our third partner that we're bringing in is, is our programmer. He's our CTO. And, uh, you know, just from, just from, uh, kind of like I, like I talked about earlier, surrounding myself with, with, uh, with who I wanted to become and, and kind of doing the whole networking and, and just talking to people and, and reaching out thing. Um, we were introduced to this programmer and, and, uh, you know, he, he's a, <laughs> he happens to be a professor at, at, uh, BYU and, and, uh, he actually, uh, he excited about it and, you know, he is the one at, at BYU that, that teaches, uh, app development. Um, and it was just crazy that, that we got him to come on board because he has connections that, you know, a programmer that left Apple and is now one of the senior programmers at Walmart is now on, on now on our team. And, and, um, you know, one of the senior developers at ancestry.com is, is now on the team. And, and, you know, we have, we have just a team of excellence that, that kind of came because of, of, uh, of those types of opportunities. And so, uh, that's that's really exciting. As far as the research went behind this, uh, we we went out and, and interviewed. Um, and I mean, I, this this probably isn't enough. I, there, obviously, there's always room for more validation. But we we went we went out and interviewed over uh, 150 people, uh, asking them if this is something that that they felt there was a need for. Um, you know how they currently went about solving the problem, and if if they would use this particular solution that we were providing, and it was something that that uh, we just got an overwhelming response on. I mean, it was it was almost hands down, yes. You know, we we need this. It's it's not just something that we want, but we need this app. And uh, you know, my hope is that it won't just be an app, but that it will be a a, a network and a, kind of a community. And, and I. Uh, that's kind of how I envision this. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And, and I've, you know, it, when you first told me about this app, I thought it was so brilliant because I've had, I've had situations where I want to know what's going on in my community, and it's such a scattered amount of information. You you, you don't mm-hmm. know if the sources are reliable. You have to go to five different websites to see what exactly is going on. It's just very difficult to figure it out. And so I think it's brilliant that you guys hit on it, and I love that. You know, we talk about this at the Yield Mastermind Group all the time. You know, it's like Jim Rohn said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And, you know, you also hit on this earlier, you know, it's kind of the the ask and you shall receive, you know, put it out there and, and you're gonna you're gonna get a response from the universe, if you will. And so, you know, you surround yourself with with successful people and you surround yourself and, and you put out there that you want, you know, to to build this thing and then you have all these people coming on board that are of at such a high level. I think it's I think it's an incredible example of a story to people who, you know, maybe have an idea and are afraid to put it out there. You know, you have to I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this. You have to put it out there full force and and really drive yourself uh basically like you said, make it an obsession in order to have something that that's successful. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. So Chandler, you, you hit on earlier that, you know, you, you love to read and watch videos and things like that. I was just wondering if you could share with the audience, what are, you know, your favorite couple books, your favorite, uh, 
you know, YouTube channels or whatever video resources that you have just to give them somewhere that they can go to to get some more knowledge about this this stuff that you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when it comes to books, <laughs> there <laughs> there are endless amount of books out there. Yes, um, there just are. incredible resources. Um, I mean, the you know, I, I think everyone's kind of aware of the um, the the classic. Um, what is it? Think and Grow Rich. Yep. How to How to Win Friends, Influence People. All All those. Uh, you know, Millionaire Next Door. I don't know the seven highly effective people thing and uh, yeah yeah the there's you know there yeah absolutely so there's there's a lot of those classics um, uh, one of the one of the things that I love doing um, and this this will fall into the um, into the video uh, aspect as well is uh, biographies okay. and I love I love reading and learning about uh, people who have have been successful. And, uh, so, I mean, this is, this is anyone that, that, um, that you're, you know, that you're interested in that have, that have accomplished something great in their lives. And so, I mean, you know, reading up on, you know, some of my favorites are, are Thomas Edison, uh, Albert Einstein. I love Michael Jordan. Um, you know, just, uh, Richard Branson, you're reading about all these successful individuals. Uh, I, I think biographies are great places to turn, um, and in addition, I mean, you can find this stuff on, on YouTube videos. Uh, I, I love watching interviews, uh, you know, Mark Cuban or any of the sharks from Shark Tank and you know, seeing interviews that they're involved in. I mean, even people just just trying to find like the, the CEO or the, uh, the founder of a company. And then you, you can look up uh, an interview that they've done and, and you know, some, an interview from the Snapchat founder or the interview of Nixon or the interview of, of Nike. I mean, it's just, and, you know, Rob Dyrdek. There, there are just so many interviews out there that you can watch on, on, online that are just so inspiring. And, and uh, those have been great resources to me. Um, I guess specifically uh, in entrepreneurship, two books that have made a big difference for me um, one is called Nail It Then Scale It. Um, it's by uh, I actually have it right here in front of me. Let me see the author. It's uh, Nathan Fur and and Paul Alstrom. I think you say it. Okay. Um, but that was a wonderful, wonderful book for me in entrepreneurship. And the um, the other one is is uh, the Lean Startup <clears throat> by Eric Razor Rise. I'm not sure how you yeah, say it. Yeah, great book. Yeah, wonderful book. So those those two uh, particularly about entrepreneurship. Um, but as far as reading, I, I think, you know, it's always good to also make time for, uh, just like random fiction books. I, I, I love Agatha Christie. <laughs> so I, I read a lot of mysteries and, and yeah. you know, just random like fiction just to kind of get your mind going. And, and, uh, you know, and of course there's the scriptures. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. And I love, so yeah, for those of you guys listening, reading is something that I've interviewed a handful of people now for this show and every single person that I've interviewed who's a high achiever says that they love to read and that it's an integral part of of their learning process and also Chandler you're the first person to hit on you know the reading of of fiction in you know conjunction with this personal development stuff but I think it's I think it's a great point and that's something that you know, get your mind working in a different way and also, you know, gives you some creative stuff to look at. And it just takes your mind because sometimes we just need a break. You know, I'm like you. I 
I, I have an obsession with, you know, everything that I have going on with like the Yield Mastermind group, my business ideas. And it's sometimes it's tough for me to get my mind off of that stuff. And so I do also read fiction from time to time just to give myself a break, let my mind think in a different way. And so I think that's awesome advice. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, with that, I want to talk about your your daily routines or morning rituals. And I know this is something that we at the Yield Mastermind Group uh, had a meeting on uh Pretty recently, and you have an ex- or you you know you have an extensive morning ritual that you go through. <laughs> um, you know what? If you had to pick, you know, three of the of the things that you do in the morning, what what are the the three most important things that you do on a daily basis? Um, you know, I, I haven't been a hundred percent perfect in my rituals, but when I when I do do them, and uh, and I'm trying to be more consistent. Um, I, I just want to say it makes all the difference in the world. And so uh, to pick maybe three of the things that I actually do um, in my ritual, uh, the, the probably the first thing is <laughs> is actually the cold shower. Wow. And, uh, and the reason is that I'm, I'm not a morning person. I've, I've been known to be to love sleep and that's <laughs> that's kind of bad and that's dangerous for um, for an ambitious individual. And so I, I, I definitely have to do the cold shower to kind of wake myself up. And, and, uh, once I do that, I mean, it's it, as painful as it is. Um, I am ready to go. I mean, I am energized and the rest of my day is like wonderful all because of the, uh, you know, cold stinking shower. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> the cold shower for sure. Um, and then, uh, I think, uh, affirmation has actually become a big part of my ritual as well. Uh, just kind of having that, I wrote, I wrote kind of like a little paragraph of, of things that I wanted to affirm myself of in the morning and, uh, as cheesy or maybe like voodoo-ish as, as it, as I thought it was going to be in the beginning, it actually turned out to be a very positive, uh, experience for me. And so definitely the affirmation has been a wonderful thing in my ritual. And then the last one, um, one thing that I have implemented in my ritual is, uh, is some, some kind of brain exercise. Um, you know, if I can, I, I got myself like this little puzzle book <laughs> that I can do little brain puzzles in, or, um, or I'll just play chess on the computer and, okay. and, uh, just to kind of get my, my mind thinking strategically. And, and, uh, also it's just fun to me. I, I have a great time doing that. So anyways, there you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Awesome. So Chandler, last question before we get into the rapid fire section of the show. Um, you know, what is, what is the next big thing that's, that's in store for you? What's that one thing that you're working on right now that you're most excited about? Uh, Um, I, I would have, I would have to say Pogo for sure. Um, there, there are a lot of things going on right now. Uh, but I, I would say that that's the thing that I'm the most excited about. Um, I, I think that is potentially the, the one that has, the most, uh, opportunity and, and potential. And, uh, it's just, I just feel so passionate, passionately about it and think that it can, it can, uh, bring such a value to people's lives that I'm, I'm excited to see the, uh, kind of fruition of, of what it brings. And so, uh, yeah, probably, probably Pogo is the thing that I'm most excited about. And, and, uh, you know, we've talked, uh, you know, to an extent about, where I see it going and, and, uh, 
and what is to, to come of it. So it's just a matter of executing and, and uh, seeing those things come to pass. Awesome. And is there, for, for those of us listening who are interested in, in this in this idea, is there a timeline as to when we might be able to see this in the App Store or, you know, the, the Droid uh, equivalent? Absolutely. Um, yeah, we we hope to be able to, to launch for the, uh, the the whole public in uh, April. Okay. Um, or you know, or around these these spring months, but that's what we're shooting for right now. Is, is April? We we still have uh, a little bit of uh, some some beta testing to do, but um, but yeah, we're we're excited to to be able to launch hopefully around the April month. All right, awesome. Well, for those of you guys listening, I will uh, <clears throat> definitely keep you updated as uh, as to when that happens. So thank you, Chandler. And with that, we will hop into the rapid fire portion of the show. Chandler, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. So, Chandler, when you think of success, who is the first person that comes to mind? Um, probably uh, Thomas Edison. Okay. He's uh, he's kind of my my uh, my idol and my uh, my long gone mentor. But I I, I just love how you know, not only did he uh, fail and succeed. Uh, endless amount of times he just was able to continue to innovate and uh, and that's that's something I hope to accomplish in my life is just to not only innovate but to continually innovate um, and and I love that about Thomas Edison yeah he he is someone who is the definition of innovative and so that's a that is a great person thank you and Chandler um, we know that you love to read if you had one book that you could recommend or if there's a book that you gift to people the most, what book is that or would that be? Um, probably uh, the one that I, I just recently gifted and I, I'm actually uh, just finished reading is it's called The Happiness Advantage. And I really like that book. I'm not sure who the author is, but. I don't know. You can look it up. That's Happy, okay. Yeah. I'll, Happiness advantage is it was a really good one. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll for those of you guys listening, I'll link to that in the show notes so you can check it out. And actually, I have just I'm almost finished listening to that um, the audiobook version of that book. It, it is fantastic. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I heard uh, I heard his his voice isn't the best to listen to, but <laughs> but yeah, reading it at least was awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. So Chandler, if there was one podcast or resource that you would recommend to someone other than the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast, what would it be? Um, I, I mean, I mentioned some resources before. Obviously, definitely for the for the listeners, tap into any of those resources. They're wonderful. Uh, for podcasts specifically, one that I'm listening to right now is The Art of Charm. Um, and, and that was that was actually uh, recommended to me by you. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's it's a great show. Jordan's a, a great guy. So awesome. Um, now we we hit on morning routines earlier, Chandler, and I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow that that list of three down to one thing. So if you had to pick one part of your daily routine to do for the rest of your life, if you couldn't do any other parts, what would that one thing be? Uh, probably a cold shower. I think <laughs> uh, it's just become an important part of. Uh, I've waking up for me, it's uh, and and it's just it's fun too. So yeah, it's, it's definitely I mean, a cold shower. It 
if there's one thing that can get you just your body firing on all cylinders first thing in the morning, it's jumping into a cold shower. Yep. Great. And uh, Chandler, what is your favorite movie? Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. What do you think about the uh, – have you heard anything about how they're going to make a second one with LeBron? <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that real? Is that a real thing? I, I thought I have, it was just something to get my hopes up, but I don't know. Yeah, I see. I I don't know yet. You know, I, <laughs> LeBron made a little cameo in that in that train wreck movie recently, so <laughs> I know he's been working on his acting. You know what? I I would I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge Space Jam fan. That's awesome. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm I'm excited. All right. Um. Now, Chandler, if you had to bring on another partner into your business, into the Pogo business, and it had to be a professional athlete, who would that person be? <laughs> um, okay, so this would probably have to be um, uh, Magic Johnson. Ooh. And yeah, so this, is, this isn't my favorite athlete, but as a businessman, I think Magic Johnson is very connected and that he is a very successful businessman. So I'd want to bring him on. Yeah, there you go. Strategic, strategic. So Chandler, that is the end of the show, man. Thank you so much for coming on. If people want to find out more about you and what you're doing, where where can they find that information out at? Uh, I, I think very similar to probably other people are just right right now. Social media is probably the best way. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if you want to get in contact, send me a message on social media, and we can email or call or whatever. But that's probably the best way right now. Awesome. Thank you, Chandler. And uh, with that, we we have we always end the show with the guest sharing their favorite quote. So, Chandler, what is your favorite quote? Um, there are a lot, but um, Booker T. Washington wrote an autobi- autobiography called Up From Slavery. Hmm. And uh, here's the quote. It goes, those who are the happiest are those who do the most for others. Um, so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, that that is so in line with everything that you shared with us, with us today. And Chandler, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I know that I personally needed to hear all that, and uh, I'm I'm very sure that that the audience did as well. Thank you so much. And uh, for those of you guys out there that are interested in what the Yield Mastermind Group is doing, please check us out at yieldmastermind.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. And of course, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And with that, we look forward to seeing you guys again on another show.